Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Tiki Barber. They need to do everything they can to hold on to Daniel Jones. If he keeps growing like we expect him to do, like Josh Allen did, the New York Giants will have the best quarterback in the NFC East. And that's with Jalen Hurts almost being an MVP this season. Brandon Tierney. Julie loves on the show all year. And a million ways sideways, I try to ask him whether you're going to guarantee a playoff spot. Is Daniel Jones the right guy? Nothing. His first TV appearance, he makes national headlines. Of course. Julie Love is dead <laughs> Tiki and Tierney on the fan. 1019 FM and the Odyssey. Alrighty, 1003 on the fan. What's going on, everybody? How are we today? TikTok. TikTok moving toward the old Super Bowl, Mr. Baba. Mm-hmm. Put some baseball things on the old docket today. A little Cashman yesterday and a little Metsies today. Look, I see. It, Steve uh, Cashman is. Um, we had our issue with his statement, kind of dismissing Yankee fans' ire for not getting to a championship. Not winning, but just getting to a championship. He's just, like, dismissive, which frustrates you. Yeah. What doesn't frustrate you is the other owner in this city, Steve Cohen, who is taking some issue with other MLB owners having problems with him spending money. And... I can't tell you how. Ex- I mean, I'm, I wish I was a Mets fan. I'm not. I wish I was a Mets fan. Wow. I'm, a, I'm more of a Yankee fan because when you hear Oof. an owner say this, I'm not responsible for how other teams run their clubs. I'm really not. This is his quote. That's not my job. And there are disparities in baseball. He's obviously talking about money. Yep. Talking about the money that teams spend. We know that to be true. I'm following the rules. They set down the rules. I'm following them. That means I'm spending money. I don't care how much it's going to cost me. And this year it's going to be almost a half a billion dollars that he's spending on payroll. A half a billion dollars to try to win a championship. Other teams may bitch and moan and complain. We put in a new tax for him. He's like, I don't care. I'm still spending the money. Steve Cohen is going to be, is going to make the Mets the most dominant team in this city. You can feel it because money's not an issue. And if mm. it was the NFL, BT, yep. there's a cap. You can want to spend as much. You can upgrade the facility. Yep. You can you know, hire the best and the greatest and put in technology and, and want free agents to come here. But that's still on the free agents to want to come there, right? In baseball, where there is no cap, there is no restriction on what money can do for you, Steve Cohen has the ability to spend it and to make them the best team in this city. And it feels like it's inevitable. It wow. really does. Because oh, he, you hear this guy today? He's doubling down on this so many times. 
It's you know, I mean, from the yeah. very beginning, he does. He's just saying it over and over and over, and then all of a sudden, the other owners, oh, we can't have Steve Cohen spending all this money. Guess what? You make the rules. You don't like it? Change the rules. Otherwise, I'm spending a billion dollars to win, and I believe him. It's not like. He's just saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just saying, I got money. Look how big my wallet is. Uh, well, this <laughs> isn't the press conference when you know he took over the team. No. These are actions. Dude, he just, he's backing he it up. He just said, if you don't like me Get spending lost. money, change Tough. the damn rules. That's right. And nobody's going to do that. He also said this, quote, I've heard what everybody else has heard, and they're not happy with me. I hear things from people who are maybe more neutral, that they're taking a lot of heat from their fans. I kind of look at it like this. You're looking at the wrong person. They're putting it on me. Maybe they need to look more at themselves. Let yep. me tell you something right now. It remains to be seen if um, if the Mets morph into what you just said they will morph into. You got to win one before you win five. So I, I got that. I got that. Of but, course. But I will say this. Fundamentally, every New York-based team, maybe with the exception of the Devils hmm. and the Islanders, Based on the small, and I'm not disrespecting the fan bases. The fans they have are amazing. Yes. It's not my intent, but it's just smaller in numbers. Revenue stream is different. Okay. So the exception of maybe, I'm not even sure, but maybe the Devils and the Islanders, every New York-based sports team should comport themselves the way Stevie Cohen's comporting himself. Should. That's what I'm saying. Should. They should, yes. And truth of the matter is, most of them do. The Knicks spend. Mm -hmm. The Nets have spent. The Jets and the Giants spend. Yeah, the, Liberty, the Rangers the spend. Liberty, are Liberty is stacking up. I know. And by the way, even I say the Islanders, they just made a nice trade. They gave the guy a contract immediately. Yes. Eight years, 60-something million dollars. Horvat, whatever it, whatever the amount is. I think it's 60-something. So this is, this is phenomenal. This is outstanding. This is inspiring. This is galvanizing. Uh, I, I think it's a little strong. When Tiki comes out and says that, oh, how exactly did you frame it? Look, I don't want to misquote you. They are, they, He's about to what? He, they are about to make the Mets the most dominant team in this city. Because think about who they've brought the in. The most dominant. Think I about, would change the word dominant. Okay, to what? I would use the word aggressive. Uh, well, aggressive. I mean, of course they're aggressive. Well, they're but you can be money. aggressive without being dominant. Okay, yeah, but if you're going to spend money to bring in the best players. Uh -huh. So next year you have a third base issue or whatever. Well, whatever next year they have Otani coming. Uh, exactly. Well, exactly. So exactly. The half a billion. Exactly. Exactly. Going up. And so next year you get Shohei Otani. And, and this year they could be... I mean, they could get him in the middle of this year. Who knows what could happen at the trade deadline. That's true. But sparing no expense to get the best players because my sole and primary goal is to win a championship is something that is just – it just sounds amazing. And it's weird because other teams like the Dodgers, the Rangers are even trying this. Hell, San Diego has been trying it yep. for a couple of years now. They'll spend money. Yeah, we'll spend the money. We got to do what we got to do to bring in the best players. Yep, we're going to spend the money, but yeah, we're not going to spend that much money, right? We don't want to get that much into the into the into the luxury tax. Stevie Cohen doesn't care, and like when he says this, and I and I and I can't restate it enough. He's doubling down on him spending money. He's hearing the noise that other owners and critics of his spending are, are throwing at him. And he's saying, that's not my fault. I mean, change the rule if you don't uh -huh. like it. I'm going to spend money because I want to build a winner, and I'm going to do it the way, only way I know how. How do you it's, think that impacts the Yankees down the road? It didn't impact them this winter. So um, the, the first thing, I mean, I know Rodon is here, which is great. 
but you know they didn't do some other things we thought they might it do. Will only How impact, does it not eventually impact the Yankees? It only impacts the Yankees if they win a World Series. If the Mets win yeah. and like keep winning, like win, get back again. Maybe don't win again, but like they just keep being there. And all of a sudden, for the little eight to 10, 12, 15 year old kids. All of a sudden, all you're talking about is the Mets, mm-hmm. right? You're not talking about the Yankees' history and the 20 however many championships that they well, have. If you're a Yankee fan, you got to know. I mean, whatever. But you know what I mean? It's not all of a sudden you're talking about the Mets as opposed to as opposed to the Yankees, like the 80s. That's when, yes, that's when it starts to affect the Yankees. Okay. But until that happens, I don't think it's an effect yet. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is our number. Tiki and Tierney here on the fan inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. I know Hoff likes what he's hearing today. Uh, Town Fair, you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. I mean, listen, this is a license to to dominate because the Mets have an owner who is a true fan. Mm-hmm. He loves this team. And he's got semi, I mean, everybody has some limitations, but when your net worth is, what, $15 billion, they're not very visible in terms of any sort of financial limitations and or ramifications if you exceed those limitations. So you got a crazy fan with an endless supply of loot to do whatever he wants, to usurp the Yankees. And by the way... I don't even he, think it's about the Yankees. No, no, well, well, true. That's true. I, you know, that, I, I, that's actually true. I think it has nothing I to agree do with, with the that. Yankees. I, you know, good check on that. Yeah. I think you're right. I it's it's about the Mets. And, you know, when you fly by the Yankees, if they do, mm-hmm. that's just one of the many obstacles that you're flying over. Yeah. I he's going big game. Not just yeah, you're right. You are right. I don't think it's I don't think he's trying to better and best the Yankees. I don't think that's in his in his DNA. I think he's just trying to win at what he can win at and and be the best at what he can be at. Yeah. He's, he's never going to surpass the Yankees' history, right? He's never going to do that. And I don't think he's trying to. But I do think he's trying to get in an industry and dominate that industry because that's what he's done his entire life is just get into an industry and dominate it. He's one of the richest men in, the, in America, right? So it's all about domination. And it's getting to the rules – it's, you know, towing, towing the edge. And in this case, because there really isn't a cap, right? There isn't there isn't an edge to the rule. He's just spend he's gonna spend a half a billion dollars. It's four hundred and seventy million dollars he's spending this year. And now we're not even talking about Otani yet. And by the way, wait till you see what he does with the land. By the the chop shop's gone. Yeah, they're going soon. That's right. I don't know if it's going to be casino, a, a, a soccer stadium. I don't know what's coming there, but something's coming. That no Something doubt about eventually it. Eventually, he's coming. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be a destination. It's not yeah. going to be driving around the backside <laughs> of 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 City Field like where where am I? Yeah, exactly. I, I, dude, That's I'm, tough. I, I feel, I feel lost right now. Yeah, where, nothing, where, you're where, going there outside of a Mets game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and soon you will be. Yeah. Well, it's funny when you contrast, you know, what we spoke about yesterday. And I, I got to tell you, this Cashman stuff, it's starting to get a little more publicity now. I, I heard Boomer and Geo talking about it. I am still stunned that this really was buried in the weeds for as long as, like, I just didn't see it over the weekend. And I, you know, not not, not to pat myself on that. I don't miss much. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I scour. I'm looking. Like, I am I am hunting. Uh, for content for the show that never stops, but because it was an interview in Chicago, didn't get a, didn't get any play in the New York papers. Uh, I didn't see it online. I just, I didn't see it. And, but when you compare and contrast 
yesterday's conversation, and, you know, for years the Yankees espoused championships or it was a failure. George did it. Jeter always did it. Cashman latched onto that. And then, of course, yesterday we're over the weekend. Cashman, again, moves the goalposts for what we should view as a success or a failure for the Yankees. Today, you got the quotes from Cohen saying, Yo, you don't like the rules. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, Tough. that's right. I'm spending money. Too bad. I'm spending money. What a difference, you huh? Guys, you guys made the rule. If you mm. want a bitch, bitch at the rule makers, not me. Yeah. I love that. That is, that's pretty aggressive. That's pretty strong. He is doing what every Met fan would do if they had his net worth and they own the Mets. And you got to love that. You got to. 877-337-6666. Um, Stanley's in New Haven. Stano is on the fan. What's going on, Stanley? What's happening, Stanley? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, bud. Um, diehard Met fan here. Now, I, I agree with you guys as far as, you know, spending money. But I also believe that you have to spend it on the right people. Yes. And going forward, I think the Mets still need that big bat. It showed in the playoffs when those guys were, you know, hitting those long balls. We were hitting singles. Yeah. And not even not getting hits at all. And um, I'm, and I, I don't believe in those two uh, old pitchers at the uh, the front of the rotation. You know, it's a long season. Are they going to be able to pitch strong in the playoffs? You know what, though, so, Stanley, can I jump in for one sec? I, by the way, everything that you said so far, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. They needed a little, a little more thump last year. I yep. think they might need it this year. The The age at the front of the rotation is, is, is problematic, and, or could be. I agree with you. But that's like the micro stuff. That's a little bit of the minutia of the season. When I get on the air today previewing the season, though, I certainly appreciate your, you know, your focus on some things that could be an issue. This is bigger picture. This is okay. seemingly a reversal in script by the Yankees and the Mets. And not that the Mets always have to be thrust into the Yankee conversation or vice versa. I just find the timing incredibly interesting. Yesterday was the Cashman stuff, and it bothered me. And today's the Mets stuff, and it's got to have Mets fans pumped up. That's what this well, is about. Well, well, I, I, I mean, listen, I, I love Uncle Stevie. I, I love that big, I love that big wallet. You know, I'm, I'm glad that you know we moved on from the Will Ponds. But you know, I, I, you know, my focus is on. Uh, but you seem hesitant, Stanley. Why are you hesitant about this? You know, it's not, it's not your money. It's, I mean, he wants to well, spend it, right? I, I listen. I want to spend that money. But I also want to bring in people that's going to get us there. I just don't want to be just throwing money at, you know, the second-tier guy or the third-tier guy just to fill a hole. You know, when Soto was available, I wanted Soto. You know what I mean? So those are the guys. Those are the guys. You know, um, Alonzo, yeah, he's going to hit us some home runs. But Alonzo also falls asleep once in a while. So we need that big bat, you know what I mean, to come through, to fire up the club, to fire up the fans. You know, guys is just going to come up and, you you know, you get that feel. He's about to take your yard. Yeah. Hey, that, you know, if you look you. at the Phillies, the Phillies lineup, the Dodgers lineup, the Padres lineup. Yeah. I mean, those guys got some boppers, man. Yeah, the, they do. The, the Mets need a little more electricity, mm-hmm. I think is the way no, you put right. it. And by the way, a little more electricity in the lineup. If, trust me, if this thing doesn't work out with uh, Scherzer and Verlander, as Stanley was just talking about, the age at the top of the, at the front of the lineup, uh, the pitching rotation, I should say, um, guess what? Stevie Cohen's going to say, all right, let's take a quick step back and reassess, and what are we going to do? Oh, wait, Juan Soto's a free agent in 2025. Correct. Or 2020, after the 24th season. Yeah, let's go get him. For sure. We're not going to trade for him. I'm not going to give away my farm. I don't got to give it. Let's just, he's plan B right now for two years from now. It's going to cost me another $350 million, $400 million. All right, sounds good. 
I'm not I'm not making the rules. I'm abiding by the rules and spending as much money as I possibly can. Is there can. a point where baseball intervenes and 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 Dude, it's going to ha- they're going to have to. <laughs> they're going to have to. I hope they don't. I mean, I'm trying to think Every boundary they put up, he's just going to fly by. Dude, I remember. Like the fourth tax. You remember when, t- uh, the fourth tier of tax. Yeah, you remember when, the, like, the, was it the Dodgers? Remember the Dodgers spent, like, 300 and, like, 80-something million? This was probably six or seven years ago. You just looked at the payroll, and you were like, oh, my Lord. That is enormous. They're 200 million more and not a short amount of time than Mets. And it, they were going to give Carlos Correa $315 million. I mean, think about that, yeah. right? I mean, this is it's it's just unbelievable how much money Steve Cohen is willing to spend to create a winner. Well, think about the first call. You know, he he was hesitant. He don't want to throw money at everything, but think about you bring up Correa. Mm-hmm. They were going to give what they were going to give, but then sensibility won out, yes. and they said, "Hey, we might have deep pockets. We're not giving it away. We're not suckers here." Yes. So there is. Um, uh, some sort of internal mechanism that 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 they're aware of that they're not going to just be stupid. That's right. You know they're going to guide themselves and listen to their medical people and baseball people, and then keep cutting checks if it makes sense. What's uh, up, Joe? Joe's and Clark. What's hey, up, Joe? What's going on, guys? You look, guys. I basically he stole my thunder. I mean, everything he just said. That caller is yeah. basically what I was going to say. Look, I'm a realistic Mets fan. I look at the 486 million dollar payroll. And to me, he's not getting bang. He's not getting a lot of bang for his buck right now on paper. When you look at that six through nine, uh, uh, guys, you look at Vogelback, Kana, Escobar, and Nito. I mean, you got to be kidding me. That's yeah, but do you believe that, that? Do you believe that that's going to be the the, the lineup at hearing, some point? At some point, I'm do you think they change? I'm hearing Russ is still in the play for the right hand at DH. That's malpractice if that happens. I mean, look, guys, I was at I was at the game three last year against Padres, sitting there with my Met buddies. We looked at each other when we got one hit by Musgrove, one hit in yeah. nine innings. Yeah. We looked at each other, guys. We got to add some bats. Yeah. They so, added Joe, nothing. By the way, they added nothing to uh, t- yeah, yeah. No, no bats. I get it. I get it. You're game three. I want a Correa, bro. Guys, look, man. I want a Correa. I understand about his ankle. And look at me. They could have went to six years. Epler talked him out of it. Cohen won. I guarantee you. He wants Bobby win the MVP. He makes all the difference in the world to that team, bro. Yeah, but they're going to win a World Series but, without with Correa. But I, I think they also rationalized what they would be, like the opportunity cost. So if you spend all that money on Correa. What does it do to your pursuit of Otani, right? What does it do to your pursuit of Soto, whoever? Like, whoever else is also there that doesn't have the same amount of risk, and I put that in quotes, the risk of Carlos Correa's uh, ankle injury. Like, what does that do to the, do to you if you sign him? He's six years there, and, and, and all of a sudden he gets hurt, mm-hmm. right? I think, I think they had to weigh it, and I think they did it, they did it smartly. Yeah, but that's the beauty of Cohen. He's got the ability to buy out mistakes. Yes, I know that. But that—that's what. But if that one is so if, interesting, if, you, if you if they had signed Correa, and it and it hadn't worked out, this is an expensive mistake. I know he can get out of it. Yes, I get it. Yep, it's an expensive mistake. It is. It's and not ten million. I get you. It's they, a lot and of money. All they were trying to do was protect themselves against that mistake, and Correa yeah. didn't want to hear it. No, I understood. But you know, think about this. If you win the World Series this year or next year, it's worth it. Yes. Right? Yes. True. So. True. You know, and their True. offense is still, I think, in the eyes of many, including me, a, a tick behind. A mm. tick. 
Not a ton. Is Carlos was Carlos Correa taking them over? I mean, baseball's funny. You, yeah. you never really know, but I mean, he would have been a beast. He would have been great I mean, for this team. It would have been amazing. It really would have been. But I mean, so I, I come in today, and Tiki tells me that Stevie Cohen's going to own the city. That's what he tells me. That's what he's hitting me with. So that's what Tiki's saying today: that the Mets are on the precipice of owning the city. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. And let's face it: uh, from a baseball point of view. When you heard what Cashman said over the weekend, you know, that's probably uh, an unsettling statement because it might sound as true as it sounded in a long time. Tiki and Tierney right here on The Fan. The Fan is better when you're part of it. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Oh, yeah, it's 1028. It's the fan. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. How's everybody doing today? Hop and Dove in the house. We were having that conversation before, and we're still having it. And Dove was just shouting in my ear incessantly, Vita Blue, Vita Blue, Vita, Vita Blue. Blue. It was like the most random, like, why is he saying Vita Blue? What about Vita T- Blue? Tiki had said, what's baseball going to do? Mm-hmm. Have to do something. Yeah. And I referenced the fact that years ago. I know, with, with Finley with the A's. Yes, correct. but the context was lost on me as you were incessantly yelling, <laughs> Fight of Blue. You know twice. what I honestly thought? I actually, I, swear, I thought that he died. Hmm. I thought that's what you How were trying to he? He's 70 mm, ish. Mm, hold on. 73. Okay. All right. Still looks good. Yeah, he does. He does. He was a wild, uh, wild figure in the 70s. Awesome. But anyway, no, that. but that's the opposite. That's basically. Where Finley was. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling players on the cheap. Uh, this is Cohen doing he was the opposite. That. He was just selling them. It was for money. No, yeah. I understand that. To subsidize. No, I know, but it, Finley was incredibly cheap. This is the opposite. Cohen's going for the stars. He's spending. No, but Tiki was saying, what's baseball going to do? Bo Kuhn, then commissioner, stopped the transaction. Because he said it wasn't good for baseball. Mm. No, I, no, I don't. I'm, I'm aware of that. Mm. I, I don't know what baseball would do now to stop Cohen from spending. Yeah. What are they going to do? Because he's going to fight a blue he's not, all day. He's not running afoul of any a rule. little boy blue. But there was no rule saying he can't sell a player. That's true. That is true. They mm. did intervene. And there's been time. Listen, every trade that happens has to go across the commissioner's desk. Every sport gets stamped. 
But this is, uh, I love what Stevie Cohen said. Like, if you're just tuning in, it's it's in stark contrast to the, to the Yankee conversation that we had yesterday. As I paraphrase, he says, listen, these are the rules. I didn't make them. I'm not breaking any rules. Don't have an issue with me. Go talk to the other owners out there who aren't really doing their job. Yeah. That's, in essence, what he said. Yeah. And right. he's right. If you guys want to be cheap and and hoard money for yourselves, fine. I'm here to win it. I'm here to take I it. I already made money. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. All right. Now I'm just satisfying my fan itch. <laughs> what a nice little hobby that must be, huh? Nice. Exactly. Oh, man. What, what are you going to do? Who do? Who would I buy? What are you going to do in retirement? I don't know. Buy a team, spend a half a billion <laughs> dollars, try to win a championship. Would I buy the Knicks or the Jets? I don't know. I might buy the Knicks. Mm. Might have to buy the Knicks. Mm. He's never selling. Fix them for good. You know he's never selling. I don't think he will. No, I don't think he will. Uh, let's get James in Franklin Square. Uh, and by the way, even if he does, well, there's a secession plan of like his son. I yes. know that you started Craig and Evan yes. about that yes. recently. James, what's happening, buddy? How are you? Hey, what's going on? Just want to make sure you can hear me because I'm in my car. Yeah, yeah, we got you. Gotcha. All right. So big, big giant fan here and also a big Mets fan and a huge Tiki Barber fan. I wish we had you now, Tiki. Thank you, James. Appreciate um, you. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, anyway, my point was, was about Stevie Cohen. And if you remember the 80s, I was 10 and 86 when the Mets won the World Series. And that was just the whole city was rocking for the Mets. And I think Steve spending the money on the team is going to bring more money to him, yeah. you know? And other teams should think about doing the same thing, you know? Well, it's interesting because it's interesting you look at some of these teams and they don't spend money at all. And it, it, right. like you, you ask yourself why, right? Why are you not spending money? So I'm just looking at the, the list. So the Giants... Well, the short answer is they don't have it. Well... The revenue stream is very I, different in well, Cincinnati, well, I think it's, to I, be fair. I think it's more that. It's not that they don't have the money. Because if you go look at these lists, it's like... Wow, you know what's his name of the uh, Charles Johnson? He's almost six billion dollars. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not insignificant. No, it's the not Giants, bad. Uh, the Guardians, it's the Dolan family. They're four and a half billion dollars. Do they have the lowest? I think the Reds owner is four hundred million. Is yeah, that right? I think I, I think I saw that I, somewhere. I, I think you're. I think you're right about that. But the reason that the Guardians don't spend the money, like the Mets or the say, even the Yankees or the Dodgers spend the money, is because. They can't make enough money in Cleveland Correct. like you can in New York or in Los Angeles or in San Francisco. That's just, true. The market's just not big enough, mm-hmm. right? It may not affect your net worth per se, but you're not going to recoup. You know, you're not going to recoup it the way that you can in Los Angeles. You're not getting. I'm not exactly sure what the Yankees get from the Yes Network, but yeah. you're not getting that for Fox exactly. Sports Ohio. Is is there one? Whatever. I mean, do they yeah, have there one is, but it doesn't have the same lucrative uh, base for sure. Same with SNY. Yeah. You know, we get that Hernandez deal yet? Will Pond cough up the extra couple of bucks? Did he do it yet? <laughs> uh, you know, Stevie's going to have to jump in on that and take care of that as well. Yeah. Here you go, Keith. I'll yeah. subsidize it. We'll pay you. No, it's uh, it's a great time to be a fan. I mean, it's, you know, but now the pressure starts where, with, not yet, but when the money's spent um, and the aggression is evident and, you know, if there's no championships... It's going to be processed a little yeah. different. Right, right now, there's still an element of euphoria. You were right about the the Reds, yep. the Castellinis. Yeah, 400 million. 400 is that million. Right? And then okay. the Sherman, the Marlins. The Marlins, yeah. Okay. About 500 million. Thank you, Teak. Joe's in Bay Ridge. What's going on, Joe? Hey, how you doing, guys? Joe. What's happening, dude? All right. Yeah, I just want to piggyback the other two calls about spending their money wisely. And I even got names. Like, to me, 
instead of going for Verlander, they should have signed Rendon, and instead of re-signing Vogel back, they should have went after Josh Bell. He he could have helped that at first too, you know. Give Alonzo a spell once in a while. Yeah. All right, I'll hang up. And yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, Joe. I mean, Joe. Come on, what are we doing, Joe? Joe is in and out. Joe's uh, Joe's a quick hitter. One and done. Boom. Joe Joe called in his like uh, coffee break. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Joe just a uh, little stealth exit there. It's all good. You know what's crazy? I'm looking at the 1986. By the way, Joe, we're not even talking about what they spent the money on. No, just, I just know. the just the fact that he's spending money. Yep. And it's just and if you you know that there are great players that are going to become available, and I don't care what the Mets need or don't have, all of those players are going to be available to him. You just know it, and that's that's what makes it amazing. So. One of the callers mentioned, you know, the the Mets in the 80s, and that's been a point of reference how, mm-hmm. you know, times can change, and the Mets have owned the city at various parts and, and points. And obviously, mid-80s is 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 certainly that point. Uh, I'm looking at their payroll for that year. My God. So George Foster, who was actually sent packing midway through the season, was making 2.8. That was the highest on the team. Gary Carter, 2.1. Oh, wow. Keith Hernandez, 1.6. Doc 1.3. Hey, 1.6 is a lot of money. No, no, I know. In, in, I, for in the, sure. Wow, that's you know, a lot. But then you got guys, like, you get to the bottom-ish of the... Like, I know Dykstra was young. Yeah. Lenny made $92,000 that year. Uh, Kevin Elster made $60,000. They they magnet came up. 60000 Yeah. Oh, I guess they were they were still in their minor league. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin Mitchell, 60000 Wow, what a, what a disparity from man, the top oh, to, the, to the bottom. This was before league minimums, obviously. No, I think the league minimum was 60. Oh, I think there was always a league minimum. There was always a base, yeah. Uh, Ed Hearn, the backup catcher, 60000 My goodness. Timmy Tuffle, who played a lot, $200,000. El Cid. Was making two hundred thousand starting shortstop Raphael Santana two thirty five. My goodness, even Backman three twenty five. Wow, eight seven seven three three seven six 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 is our number. Uh, we're just getting going here. Obviously, we'll take you till two as we do every day. That it's Carton Roberts. Hopefully, you guys get ready for the Super Bowl. We'll start weaving in some of that stuff. Uh, a little later, a little later in the week, probably more tomorrow, we'll start to pivot. Teak's actually going out there tomorrow, so we'll obviously start to rev up the Super Bowl stuff at that point. But, you know, right now we're reacting to Cohen's comments from yesterday, Cashman's comments from over the weekend, and uh, we're doing that right here on The Fan. All right. Thanks for the late heads up there, Dove. I mean, come on, Dove. What are you doing? Take the L on. He's that. lazy. I mean, that's just, what was that? That's Dove being checked out. I go to commercial. (laughs) I go to commercial. He's staring at Lord knows what. I take off my headsets, and then I hear FanDuel. (laughs) (laughs) Football fans, FanDuel. Dove, yeah, Dove, I should make you read this. Fan, I love fans. You should have Dove should just go on air whenever he wants to check in because he whispers a lot of stuff to you guys yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah, he's just got to crack the mic and just just say it. Yeah, yeah, it, he really does make great radio, but just just so the audience knows what he does to you guys. Yes, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Because who takes the L? Me. You like do. if I don't point that out, it's like, oh, what's Tierney doing? He's not prepared. <laughs> Why man. is BT fumbling like does this? Does he not know when to go it's... to break? Does he not know when to read us? Well, because Dove didn't tell me. That's why. <laughs> When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan. 
Juan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 1045, it is The Fan. Uh, is there a chance the Giants to lose not one, but two coordinators? Say it ain't so. I hope not, but we'll get to that. Kafka and Wink still standing <laughs> with the two jobs that are left open. And, and, and Kafka's and, been whittled down to one of two. Two, yeah, because Brian Flores took the, the DC, DC job. job yeah. in Minnesota. Yeah, Daniel Jones got uh, basically got Flores that job in Minnesota. <laughs> Their defense was so soft and porous. They're like, he we did. need a real guy. That's what I'm saying. You know? So we'll get to that a little, little later. Hopefully that doesn't happen. You know, you'd love to see Jones run it back with Kafka and that Giants defense seemingly needs Wink, but... That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Success breeds interest, and we shall see. We'll get to that a little later uh, here on Tiki and Tierney. No, it's amazing until you think about this. And, I mean, this is even before, you know, I was processing it. This is like the late 70s. But old Shea Stadium. Now, for football, it was right around 60,000. Mm-hmm. I never saw a Jets game there. No. I wish I did, actually, but I never did. I heard it was bonkers. Oh, my dad wasn't taking me there when, at that when age. Did, when did they stop? In 83. 80 yeah. The uh, um, Terry Bradshaw. And uh, that was that was when Bradshaw's. Actually, if you see this on YouTube, he had a partially torn elbow ligament. Did he really? And came in and threw a touch. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, he was. The, was that the last? I'm pretty sure that. And then Dow, um, Dallas. What? Why? I feel like I might be mixing the two now, but I feel like it was. Bradshaw who did something, but then Dallas is either way. Mm-hmm. It was it was obviously right before they went out to the Meadowlands. And but when they played at Shea, it was sixty thousand for football, fifty thousand, fifty seven thousand for baseball. So if you do the math, eighty one home games, fifty thousand seats, you know, th- theoretically you could draw four point six million dollars a million people at Shea back in the day. Do you realize back in nineteen seventy nine, the Mets drew 788,000 people. Uh-huh. Now, 1979 was, you know, very similar to now. I mean, the economy was rough. Mm-hmm. That was the Carter administration. You know, mortgage rates were 17, 18. It was just a disaster. The peanut farmer? Yes, from Georgia. He was, yes. <laughs> what was he attacked by? Was he attacked by a rabbit. Wasn't Jimmy Carter attacked by a mad yes. rabbit? Yes. A I crazy rabbit at some point? <laughs> So I'm not saying that 1979 was a prosperous time in New York City. So I understand that extra money was scarce and whatever. But 788,000 people went to watch the Mets. Even, hell, even in 83, that was the year that they got Keith. It only was at 1.1. So the dips with the Mets were low. The, The highs with the Mets were high. And I think we all know, based on the team, based on the owner, based on the energy, that things are, morale is high. Well. And things are good now. Um, and Tiki's coming up saying that the Mets are getting ready to take well, over I mean, the city. Here's the here's the thing that they're also doing by you know signing Verlander and Scherzer a year or two years ago. It's and you know keeping Edwin Diaz, who has this cult of personality now after fixing himself in the eyes of the Met fan. It, he's making it a must-watch event. Like every time someone's playing at City, the Mets are playing at City or whoever they're, whoever they're playing which are bound to be interesting now because the division has gotten so much stronger, even though they've cut the games to 14. And so it's going to be, what, 7-7? Seven and seven? So it just you have to go watch. If you're a Met fan, you're going to want to go watch for whoever's on the mound, for whoever you know the opponent is. 
it's it's creating this entertainment um you know idea around you know fandom i think it's i think it's it's brilliant right you bring in the guys that people want to see you pay them you make them stars like blow up the brand borrow each other's brand and all of a sudden on a Wednesday or a Saturday or whatever, you want to go out to City Field and watch this team play. That that's how you affect money and make more money by spending money. Yeah, and the, but there also there's this uh, the Mets feel hmm, the Yankees are always a, a national yes brand yes the because Met, of the championships yeah for it just, sure it just kind of goes been around hand fifty hand. years long. I exactly. mean, I get it; they had a running start. It's not a knock at the Mets. It's just <laughs> the reality of of, of the pecking order. Uh, and the you know more deep rooted accomplishments, the Yankees have more fans or whatever mm-hmm. because they've been around longer and more opportunities to win. But the Mets have always felt, in large part, regional, <laughs> right? Don't, do you agree with that statement? Yeah, no, I know what you mean because but they, they don't haven't feel had regional anymore. They haven't had a consistent national presence. They haven't been in the national conversation except for you know winning the Cy Young, a pitcher who has less than ten wins wins the Cy Young because he's. He's ridiculous, but they have no run support, and he gives up a run, and they lose. Right? Other than that, you you don't you're not talking about them nationally, and so now it does feel like because of the money they're spending, it's a, they're a national conversation. Even if it's you know te- uh, fans out in Colorado or wherever being pissed off that Stevie Cohen is spending this much money. And by the way, I just had to make sure I had this right. So it was Brad. It was the final touchdown of his career. And he was hurt. <clears throat> and, yeah, final game of Shea, Steelers, 34-7. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a stunner. We lost. <laughs> and, uh, oh, God, this video. I've got to watch this during the break. People ripping the seats out of the stands. Oh, that must have been absolute mayhem. Can you imagine the Jets' final game of Shea? <laughs> Knowing that they're going to New Jersey. Oh, boy. Oh, man, that must have been craziness. All right, let's get back to you. How about Mike in uh, Milford? What's up, Mike? Good morning, fellas. How you doing? What's Good, up, man? Mike. What's going on, bud? Well, I, you know, I'm a little off topic on what you're talking about because I agree with everything you said as far as Steve Cohen and what he said. He, he should have said what he said because that's what he means and yeah. that's what he's doing. Gonna do. Um, with that being said, I'm calling really because of the way that the Met fans were talking about the way that they're spending their money. You know, to me. I think this ownership is being extremely smart. I mean, let's be realistic. Cabrera was a—he was a risk. It was huge money, and you know, if you if you look at him and Escobar's numbers, you know, Escobar on a good year, team except for you. Hey, chop it up there, Mike. I gotta let you go there. Uh, lost you there. So, Mike, if you want to get us back, we'll give you a shot. Hopefully you can make it happen. Let's get uh, Pierre in Putnam. What's going on, Pierre? How you doing? Tiki and Tierney, what up, fellas? What's happening, dude? Hey, bud. I, I got to tell you guys, I'm loving this conversation about Steve Cohen. I'm in my mid-40s, so obviously 86 is my hating. <laughs> Fast forward to the mid-90s, I watched the, uh, the neighborhood rivals, the Yankees, win championship after championship. Obviously, I was jealous. But at no point did I say to myself, let's change the rules now so that they can't spend money. Mm-hmm. I wondered why my owner didn't spend money. Yeah. Now you fast forward to my 40s, and I got the owner, the guy with the bread, with the money. And they have a rule which says if you spend too much, you're going to get penalized. Cool. 
Why isn't the conversation, why aren't those cheap owners reinvesting that money from the tax? To me, that's where the conversation should be lying, not with where Steve Cohen is and how he's trying to build a winner in New York. Pierre, we, get off. We, we, to- we've had those discussions. The only thing, more so on the national level, they mm-hmm. get... They get a little boring to bring that out. But you're not wrong. I mean, the Rays have done that. That's part of the reason why the Rays have built up a form. So they don't don't necessarily invest it back in the major league product as much as they may disperse it throughout the form system. Um, and and it's, it's obviously done well for them. But that's a big piece of the puzzle. I don't disagree with that. It's just not really fun to talk about. But you're not wrong. Okay. You, All you right. Know? All right. Keep doing what you're doing, fellas. Thank you, man. Keep me entertained on the road. I love you guys. Appreciate you. Back to you. Thank you very much, Pierre. We appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, go ahead, T. I'm sorry. I mean, like, most of this money gets reinvested in the team, right? It's not... I don't think the owners are sticking it in their pocket. I mean, maybe some of them do, kind of under the under the table type of thing. But I think they're, they're investing in things that they couldn't otherwise invest in with the tax money that comes from teams spending over the luxury tax. Meaning right? non-payroll stuff? Like, what, yeah, well, up, I, facility saying, upgrades or... Yeah. I, no, no, no. I mean, they do spend it on payroll. They uh, do spend it on... It's not really I don't know. visible for some of these teams. Well, I mean, that's the... The A's? That's, that's the hard thing about the... What's the, the Major the League Baseball? Thirty-eight million. It's something crazy. I gotta it's, look this the, up. it's the it's the hard thing crazy. to to figure out with Major League Baseball because they don't open their books. No, like we they have don't. no idea what the what their what their expenses are, other than from their salaries. And um, you know, so let's say the A's in this case they get a they get a, a, a competitive wow. balance tax check for however much it is. What are they doing with it? Right, they they put it in a bank account, or they spend it on some signing someone else. The answer is probably not. So it's just sitting somewhere, not doing anything, not making the team any better. Well, and then when the owner says he'll take that money, you know, gain the profit, goes sitting in the bank, and mm-hmm. he'll make it up. Thirty-eight million dollars. That was right. As of January of twenty twenty-three, the A's payroll is thirty-seven point nine million dollars. Mm. That is just gross. That's pathetic. That's really sad. Yeah, baseball. I think a lot of the sports nowadays, like football, the balance is competitive. Balance is great. You know, you can you can be the Browns, you can be the Cardinals. I mean, you can be whomever if you do things right. You can win. Uh, obviously, the NBA. I think the bigger challenge is yes, you can draft players, but eventually, someplace like Oklahoma City, like a, a Westbrook or Durant and Harden, all three of them eventually move on because they don't want to stay there. That's an inherent issue with the NBA. But baseball, I, I don't know how to solve baseball. I mean, I've thought about this for years. I don't know what you do. I don't think there's anything you could do. I really don't. You could take up the, you could pick up the A's and pack up shop and dump them in Montreal. Maybe that works. You can pick up the Marlins, and they won't do this because of the new stadium. Throw them in Charlotte, and you know, I hope that that works. Or Portland, but other than that, I don't know what you do. I, I really don't. And quite frankly, I don't really care because it doesn't impact us. But yeah. man, when you watch some of these games, you're a Mets fan. You watch, uh, you know, a mid-July game down in Miami, and there's just crickets. I mean, mostly Mets fans. Or you watch the Yankees on a late night game against the A's, or. Some of these other teams that have no shot, the Orioles up until last year, it's depressing. Yeah, it doesn't make you it doesn't make you want to watch. It's depressing. Even if the product is is good. Yeah. It just feels like apathy. It's it, it's a tough watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It really is. Eight seven how do the hometown fans feel? Mm-hmm. At least we tune on or tune in thinking we're gonna probably go win this game. Yeah. <laughs> we got a couple stars to watch. They don't have that. Yeah. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 